announcement. The hemp revolution will not be televised. I repeat, the hemp revolution will not be televised. Welcome to the Hemp Revolution podcast, the global hotspot for the buzz and the cannabis. You can hear the stories of the green rush from the dreamers who are writing the rules, innovating the business, and changing history forever. Immerse yourself with the fascinating stories from the leaders in the hemp health revolution to learn how we are changing the game forever. Introducing your hosts, James Brinkerhoff and Sonia Gomez. we are going to be diving into how to start your very own CBD business from scratch, build it up and sell it for anywhere from 500,000 all the way up to a million dollars. Our guest today has an extensive history in both the cannabis and hemp CBD space, has built and grown and sold multiple CBD companies, opened and started multiple cannabis and CBD, both physical and online businesses. And today we're going to be diving into the secrets that you need to know when and if you are considering joining the Green Rush movement, which is the fastest growing cash rich industry in the world right now, here to share with us the secrets to building, growing, scaling, and selling your CBD brand in this Green Rush, our friend, our good friend, actually, Matt Siebert. What's up, Matt? How are you? Hey, Sonia, what's up? How you doing today? It's always a pleasure to be hanging out with you. I'm so excited, man. I'm so stoked to be doing this interview with you today because I get to hang out in your in your group, CBD Success, and or CBD Business Success, and every single day there is the fire and the heat going on in that group. Top secret conversation from some of the top business folks and, and even ground-level business folks in there, and you are always helping folks get make their way through this industry which can be a pretty challenging thing so why don't you take a second introduce yourself tell us a little bit about yourself your wife how you guys got into this space let me know what's up oh sure and thanks again for having me and yeah we've i've been in the cannabis world pretty much my whole life sonia i i grew up in a rastafarian neighborhood in chicago and they took me in like family at a really young age in like the early 80s. And I always saw cannabis as a, a healing spiritual sacrament that was a good thing for the world. And so I just grew up around it. And even in high school in 1993, I did my research paper on um, medical marijuana. And so it was uh, pretty much ahead of the game with that. And and so I've always been into cannabis. And, and then in 1996, when California passed, you know, their medical program, I was determined to make it out here, but I was in the music business and I was doing pretty good in that. So I didn't make it out here until 2012. But once I did, I got lucky, hit the ground running, and I landed at a dispensary that had just opened up. And I had a retail background of running recording studios and record stores. So the owner brought me on board. We got up to 600 patients a day. And it was just... Where was that at? In LA? That was in San Diego. Um, Okay, cool. And it was right by the beach, so a lot of foot traffic, and it was just amazing the amount of people we were able to help. And I was just getting more advanced knowledge of cannabis, just dealing one-on-one with a lot of the more sick patients that were coming in. And then we went on to open four more dispensaries, and this is before the licensing. So we had to deal with code enforcement and things of that nature and 
been sued a few times and you know <laughs> but we believed in it so much that we were wanting to just help as many people i lost both my parents to cancer and my sister died from oxycontin and so it's just my mission to really help as many people as i can get off of pills and get them onto cannabis and help the cancer patients and so we were just we had our mission and we just kept moving forward and and then eventually we got one of the first licensed dispensaries in san diego and we took that from zero to six million in two in three hundred and thirty square foot space. <laughs> so, no way. Where in San Diego were you? That one was in Mission Valley, so right by the where the Qualcomm Stadium, where the Chargers play. I lived in right- San Diego for a long time, so like all, and that was where my journey with cannabis started too. I was popping all over like Ocean Beach, down in Pacific Beach. Right there in Qualcomm Stadium, like right where you're talking about. That's where I got my prescription. That's where the doctor <laughs> that I worked with introduced me to my endocannabinoid system. Like there was a pretty sick move. I mean, I know Northern California was getting all of the clout and credit, but like we had a pretty cool thing going on down in, in Southern California. Some super educated folks who were directing patients and Right there in the Qualcomm area, there was a collective of doctors that I worked with. So that's cool. I didn't know your dispensary was there. Yeah, yeah. That was like the third licensed dispensary in San Diego. So it was good to, you know, finally to stop having to deal with code enforcement, like, you know, trying to kick our doors in and things like that. And so that clinic was attached to a pain management clinic. And so the doctor that owned the pain management clinic, wanted to get his patients off of pills. It was a perfect marriage. And he was sending us seriously ill patients all day long. And we were getting them on a lot of them on CBD because they, they were older and they didn't want to get high. And luckily, Lawrence Ringo, who basically started the CBD movement with his genetics, God rest his soul, was friends with my buddy Wes. And Wes got Lawrence's cuttings before he passed away. And Wes would make the most beautiful CBD oil out of these cuttings. And so we were seeing amazing results. And it just gives me chills thinking about like the people would come in crying and hugging us like you've changed my life. And so, you know, and then with the THC Rick Simpson oil, we were able to help over 10 stage four cancer patients and they no longer have cancer. And I'm not saying that it, you know, it was us. I'm all I'm saying is, take this Rick Simpson oil. And, I'm saying what I'm saying, yeah. what I'm saying right? <laughs> so yeah, that was a very rewarding experience, and we were working. Me and Dr. B, who's my partner in life and in business, she was the office manager of that dispensary, and I was the general manager, and it was just amazing experience. We were working like 12, 13 hours a day. You know how it is when you're running a dispensary. (laughs) It's for real, man. The dispensary is no joke. First of all, let's just take a side note before we dive into this business because you're, I mean, you're an old old head in this industry and there's, there's a few of us, there's a handful of us who have made that jump to be, to come forward and say like, Hey, we're on main street. This is what we've done. This is where we've been. You know, we've, fought blood, sweat, tears to get to where we're at. And now we want to help shape the industry moving forward. There's a handful of us. And I'm so glad to be aligned with you because the work that you and Dr. B are doing is is absolutely incredible, which we'll dive into here in just a moment. But I just want to take a moment of silence for a second because Mary Jane, this herb 
is a demanding ass woman. Like if you thought that your wife or your girlfriend was demanding, just wait until you get in some weed business. <laughs> I know, right? And I've talked to people that have, oh yeah. And I've talked to people who have come from other industries into the cannabis world. They're like, oh my God, it goes so fast. <laughs> yeah, it goes so fast. I mean, Mary Jane will keep you on your tone. She'll never let you rest. She'll wake up tomorrow in a different mood than she was the day before. Everything <laughs> you thought you knew about her is going to change the next day. I mean, it, nothing is ever stable except for the feeling that she gives you, which is all good. So <laughs> yeah, it, that's... it keeps it exciting. It keeps it fresh. And at the same time, it can get really, really challenging, which segues right into the work that you guys are doing. You guys have been responsible for, and I consistently get to see messages and testimonials and you know just people being straight and not even in your group and they don't even do it for your eyes or your ears but there are people who are legit talking about the transformation that they're experiencing by going through your program and being a part of your group and working with you one-on-one -on -one. talk to me a little bit I, I know your mission now that now that i figured out that your family it's because of what's happened in your family that you're so passionate about this, but yeah. what got you inspired to work with people who wanted to start this business? Why did you start helping people build their own CBD and cannabis brands? That's a great question. Um, so when we were running that, that license dispensary, honestly, I went to the owners and asked them for some equity because we were doing everything. I did all the work and, and Dr. B, we did all the work and, they didn't want to give us a little piece of equity. They were giving us profit share, but not equity. And so we decided at that time to do our own thing. And we saw that CBD was really taking off. This was the end of 2016. And we noticed, you know, CBD seems like it's going to be a really big industry. And I knew it was. And I, so, and I saw how many people we were helping with CBD in the dispensary. So we decided to shift over to the CBD industry and, we launched our own brand and within six months of launching Hemp Logica, we had three offers to buy us out. And so that's what we teach people in our courses now. Like, how do you create a strong brand that, that is sellable? Because a lot of people, they just want to create something strong and then sell it and then move on to the next one, which is what a true entrepreneur does. And so we love helping people create brands from scratch and make them so that they could be sellable. And because there's a lot of brands out there, it's just a lot of the same out there. So you need to do something that's going to differentiate you. And so we teach people the mistakes that we made too. We made a ton of mistakes in the beginning, not knowing what to do and hiring the wrong people. And I think that's the biggest aspect of working with us is our network. I have I would say the biggest network in the CBD industry. If you need to get something done, I know somebody who can do it. If I don't know how to do it, I know somebody who can. And yeah. so, and you know, when we did have a lot of mistakes, you know, and so we teach people how to avoid those pitfalls so that you can move ahead faster. And so that's what we focus on with our course. We have a course called how to launch a successful CBD brand. And that's an eight week course. And then we also have a private group that's focused on scaling your brand where we bring our experts in every week and we do question and answers and we do coaching calls with the experts. And so you can really learn how to scale fast with your business because it, like we were just saying, it moves really fast and it's a moving target. Like 
something you might be doing that works now <laughs> a month later doesn't work anymore and so like look at even with the merchant accounts everybody's running around trying to get merchant accounts now and so i know how to i've, I've got that figured out because i started when there were no cbd merchant accounts yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know, I think that that's a that's a really common misconception. People get the, they they get these greedy eyes, right? They get the big emerald eyes. They're like, oh my god, cannabis is legal. You know, they're they're super excited. They want to make the the corporate to cannabis jump, and they just want to be a part of the movement. They they have this mission to strike it rich. They you know maybe they have some affinity or some story like ours that connects them to the industry. And they want to be a part of the disruption that's happening in the healthcare system right now. But there are some major, major challenges that we're up against when it comes to actually succeeding. Number one, I, and, and let me know if you agree with me. Number one is product quality. People are just sourcing from any old, you know, Tom, Dick or Harry off the street who says that they have the best product of throwing a white label brand on it and going to market to sell it. And the product quality and the product knowledge is just like subpar at best. People aren't getting the results consistently. So it's yeah. kind of giving it a bad reputation. Would you agree that that's one of the challenges? Yeah. And it's sad. Like a friend of ours just the other day, she came over and she had a tincture and it said 5,000 milligrams on it. And I was like, how much did you pay for that? And she was like 150 bucks. And I was like, no way, this is, this gotta be crap. And then it didn't have any ingredients on there. I was like, there's probably like five milligrams of CBD. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I tried a bunch and it didn't do anything. And I was like, yeah, because it's, it's probably crap. And so it, it is sad. And so you have to pay attention when you're creating your brand make sure you don't, you can't trust your manufacturer. Like anytime I worked with the biggest manufacturer in the business and they, they had lab testing and they sent me their lab test, but I got it tested every single time I got a new order in, I would triple lab test it. And so you have to make sure it's quality and that the milligrams that's stated on that package or on that tincture is what's in there. And a lot of the times it's not. And a friend of ours, Robert, tested about 250 different brands. And he said not one had exactly what was claimed on the bottle, like ingredient and milligram wise. Even though yeah, that's a huge problem in the industry is false advertising. People are saying like, you know, a thousand milligrams or 500 milligrams. And the, the end user who I interface with quite a bit, I'm, I'm more on the consumer side. I have this massive following. I've focused primarily on educating people on the difference between, you know, what brands to buy, which ones are reputable, which ones are actually going to produce results. And it's super frustrating to hear people who are on social security or on a fixed income or, you know, have really limited resources to invest in their healthcare um, or independent healthcare outside of their insurance business or, you know, traditional medical system. And they're just wasting hand over fist. 60 to $200 at a time on bottles that are claiming to be one strength or claiming to have be able to produce certain results and then they get nothing. So they stop believing. And that for me is a huge loss because we're working so hard to make sure that the person is empowered and can have safe and legal access to a reputable brand, right? Exactly. And, and that's what I tell, you know, when you have your own CBD brand, you should tell a beginner, at least in my opinion, they should do a loaded dose in the first couple of weeks. Like take, 
tell them to take 100 to 150 milligrams a day for the first week or two to flood their endocannabinoid system with those, you know, uh, the CBD and whatever else other cannabinoids you have in the product. Because I've saw that with myself and with a lot of other patients and customers that I've dealt with. Like I noticed when I upped my dose to 150 milligrams a day for like three weeks straight, my foot that I broke that never healed was a hundred percent healed after that. Like I just flooded my system enough, I guess. Then I tapered back down to like, you know, 30, 40 milligrams a day. But I think it's good to like flood your system in the beginning and then taper back down. So if somebody's not getting results, that could be another issue too, but you got to have a quality product though. Well, from the business perspective, that's a, that's a major challenge, right? Especially if you're brand new to this industry. And if you guys are tuning in right now and you're considering getting into this industry and you want to know some of the nuances or some of the obstacles that you're up against, and in a moment, we'll get to the wins too, because with great risk comes great reward. And with many challenges comes an incredible celebration. And we've been on both sides of the coin here. So we can speak from decades of combined experience. I mean, just James and I have over 30, uh, about 28 years in this industry. And between you and Dr. B, what, another 25 years? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so you're looking at and listening to about 50 years combined experience. <laughs> yeah, I'm we've seen you, it all. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, there's not much that we haven't seen or heard of or helped people navigate through. So number one challenge when you guys are considering getting into this space is Understand your product, know your manufacturers, and make sure that you're getting connected with a really reputable source so that you can provide consistency to the marketplace. If you're not doing this, it, you want to provide consistency and quality into the marketplace. If these are not your two number one goals or your core part of your core fabric, you're not going to survive here. There's plenty of snake oil on the market already. What we are needing are, are differentiators, unique selling propositions that will help you stand out in the marketplace as you build and grow. The second major challenge that we're going to be up against here, and many entrepreneurs who are already in this space are starting are facing this right now, is banking. You cannot, for the life of you, get treated like a normal business around here. You can't get banking. You can't get merchant processing unless you know somebody. Talk to me about the challenges that that people are facing right now in their business and what a kind of effect it's having in the industry. Yeah, it's a huge challenge right now. And just last week, though, Bank of the West contacted me and said they're CBD and hemp friendly. So if you're out there, look up Bank of the West and tell them I sent you. <laughs> um, and then also I heard from another couple of people that BB&T is another bank that's CBD friendly recently. So, and this is, you know, we're in June of 2019. So if you're watching, <laughs> this is, you know, cause it changes every week. And then, you know, I'm not telling anybody what to do, but as far as merchant accounts, some people, what they do is they, they might go to the bank and say they have a supplement company and maybe they have a, a website that sells supplements on there. And then maybe they get their bank account that way. And then maybe they go to a merchant account company and say they sell supplements and they get their merchant account set up and they show them that website. And then once they get their mid set up, maybe they switch that mid over to their CBD website. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not saying well, what to I mean, do. I'm not telling you what to do. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. 
you know, here's the thing is that a lot of people and a lot of folks have gotten in trouble that way by, you know, disguising their businesses and their brands as something else instead of being transparent. And the thing that the thing that I've learned in working with, you know, businesses at different stages and, and from listening to you guys too is, you know, be honest and forthcoming, do your research and do, and due diligence and take your time to find the right person to be able to help you navigate through this thing. Everything in this business, it's a really tight knit circle. It might be a global enterprise, but it's a very tight knit circle of people who are doing business here. So yeah. line yourself with the right folks and you'll have a red carpet or a green carpet rolled out for you to be able to access the things that will help troubleshoot through these first initial challenges. Yeah. And it, and it is true. You do want to be transparent because doing it the way I was just talking about, I've seen people do it that way and it's a pain in the butt. And although it's a pain in the butt right now to get a merchant account, there are ways of doing it. Like I'm, I'm really tapped into the industry. So I was invited into squares limited program that they have right now. And then another one that they you have to be doing a minimum of 70,000 a month in sales, but they waive that for some of my clients that are startups. And so you got to have the connection sometimes too. Like, but you know, it changes so fast. There's so much money involved. I can guarantee you right now, there's some merchant company that's working on a solution and it'll be out soon. I bet, you know, because yeah, they're, on a, they're on a working vacation right now trying to figure out the money problems for this industry because whoever does figure it out is going to be a major, major pull. Final challenge that people are up against is advertising and marketing. As you're getting started in your business, you are going to want and need to start marketing and advertising your business. What are some of the limitations and ways that people are getting around those limitations to advertise their CBD brands? You know, when we first started, thank God we saw that what you and James were doing. And then we learned a lot from watching you and James as far as getting organic traffic. And we learned a ton just watching what you guys were doing and kind of emulating, but doing it in our own way. And, and so we were able to get 9 million views a week on our page. And we were setting, we set up messenger bots to sell the products on the back end. And that was one way that it took a few months to get that going though. So that's one way, but if you want the fast way, you got to get traffic and you got to buy that traffic or you have to work with affiliates that have lists and traffic and you pay those affiliates. Like the most sophisticated CBD brands are, losing money or breaking even on the first sale because they're paying an affiliate for that first sale. And they might even break even or lose money on that because they have sophisticated email campaigns set up on the back end. They have retargeting, they have phone teams. So if somebody starts to order and they don't put in their credit card or whatever, all the way, they they'll have somebody call them right there and try to, you know, get them. And so you have to have those sophisticated <laughs> Yeah, you got to get them <laughs> um, or educate them. You know, it might be maybe they don't know enough about the product. And so you have to have educated salespeople that know the product and know CBD that can educate these people. And but yeah, so it's it's all about being sophisticated like that. And I know two agencies that are very effective at running CBD ads for who are on Google and Facebook and they're crushing it. And so one way of doing it, you have to be vague. Like I've seen it where they don't like in the, in the picture on the um, ad, it'll, it won't say hemp or CBD anywhere. And they'll show like a tincture bottle and it'll just say like 500 milligrams or whatever. It doesn't say anything in there besides that. It might say 500 milligrams. So 
this is for people that already know CBD. Like they know what that is. If they see that tincture bottle and it says 500 milligrams and then you click on that ad and it goes to the landing page and the landing page won't say hemp or CBD at all either. And so that's how a lot of people are doing it. And you have to be sophisticated to set that up. And that's a total separate landing page from your website. You know, you'll have your CBD website and, so you got to get all these yeah, things set up along with your email campaigns, your messenger bots. And so that's what I work with a lot of marketing guys that are way smarter than I am with that because I'm too busy doing other things. And yeah. so that's another thing as an entrepreneur, you want to do what you're good at and focus on your strengths and then outsource everything else that you're not strong at. Like I'm really good at sales. So when we had our brand, I was going out getting accounts in retail and distribution and I had my marketing guys doing the internet marketing because that's just not my forte, you know? And so yeah. you have to know where you're strong, even though I have a, um, a lot more knowledge of internet marketing these days. And so I can hire the right people. I can vet those people, you know, cause I know yeah. my way around it. <laughs> and so now, now that we're kind of come through the challenges and, and define them and like, as you're talking about it, I'm like, man, I can't even believe that I'm still in this industry because <laughs> With everything that you just described, like a normal business can't function without banking. They can't function without sales and advertising. And you can't function without a quality product that is different from the rest, right? And these are the three biggest challenges that a CBD or cannabis brand is facing, especially CBD brands. And it's no wonder that with all of your knowledge and experience that you created a course to help the brand newbie get started here and help navigate their way through. Because if you don't have somebody holding your hand and helping direct you as you go along, you know, this Hoochieman trail, like the, the force will eat you up. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It'll take you a lot longer. That's for sure. Than if you were working with us and, and I used to work for a publishing company called Nightingale Conant and they published business courses. And so I know how to put programs together and, and Dr. B was a college professor for seven years. And so she, she used to put together courses all day long. And so it's all about meat and potatoes. We don't give you a lot of fluff. You know, we're telling you exactly what you need to do. And then anything that's not answered in the course, we have our private group. So you could say, Matt, you know, I want to learn more about this. You didn't cover this in the course. Okay, cool. We'll go live about that, you know, and we'll cover that. And so we make it flexible and, and just, you know, we're, we're accessible too. I feel like when people reach out, I get back fast and I'm there for my, my people and they know that. And so like one of our clients the other day, they're, they're doing a hundred grand a month now and they're all excited and I'm excited for them. And they're like, man, we wish we'd have met you and Dr. B six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, cause we've been able to help them navigate things a lot faster and connect them to the right people and get them the right products. And like you said about manufacturing, when you buy our course, you get access to three of our manufacturers in like if in different areas. So our main manufacturer, he has a massive product line that you can white label and he does all the fulfillment. And I have another one that does pet products as well. And so we have different manufacturers for different things and they all do fulfillment as well. And so we've already done that hard work for you. And these, all of them are top notch manufacturers and, so you don't have to just throw the dart in and, you yeah, know, it's play. that's what I like about your course is that it's a plug and play. You can, you can come into that program that you and Dr. B have created 
know nothing about the CBD industry and successfully get to launch at the end of the eight week period, which is super cool. Not a lot of people have that. And I, I also love the high touch that you guys have in your program. There's, let's just be clear that there is a lot, I, they will all remain nameless in this podcast, but <laughs> there are a lot of flossy, glossy marketers out there right now who are claiming up, left, right, and center that they can help you do you know, seven figures inside of your first year. And there's no disclaimers around that. And it's a really attractive offer. And they're very attractive people. And it's very glossy, you know, like, it's a very attractive advertising. And at the same time, I'm getting a lot of the pushback and the whiplash from that of people who have invested in those programs or are a part of those groups and not necessarily getting the results that are promised. So the thing that's really unique about your group and why I like to spend my time there is because it's not hyphy. It's not hypey. I don't feel like I'm at a rap concert. I don't feel like, you know, the Spice Girls are about to come running out on the stage. (laughs) It's just real raw, you know, information from real people who are pushing this industry forward, whether they're just getting started and launching their brand or are hitting the 100K a month or $200,000 a month mark, which is still considered a hobby business, which is nuts to me because you're doing well at $100,000 a month or more. You built your own brand and then sold it. Talk to me about that journey. Like with all of your knowledge and expertise, why are you not running your own brand right now? And why are you focused solely on entrepreneurs? So yeah, when we opened our brand hemp logica in 2017 in september by january we had three offers to buy us out and one of them was incredible we me and dr b were still working like 12 13 hours a day and we were getting started to get a little run down i'm 44 now i'm not a spring chicken anymore and so one of the offers they had a marketing team a sales team accounting and they wanted us to stay on board and just oversee everything and i love this i love the sound of that you know and so unfortunately our partner that put up all the money didn't like the offer because he's worth 30 million bucks or whatever he's worth a ton of money so he didn't like the offer he wanted to keep building the company and i understood where he was coming from but he wasn't doing the heavy lifting we were (laughs) so we kind of butt, butted heads and we just decided to take a little buyout from him that wasn't nearly as good as the other offer, but he just, it was, he owned majority of the company at that point. And so it was his decision and we decided to just walk away. And I was thinking about, you know, the green rush and the gold rush and the people who got rich are the ones selling the picks and shovels. And so (laughs) the information is the picks and shovels and people need that information also. And like our background was just a perfect fit. Like I was saying, Dr. B is a college professor. I used to do business coaching and sell business coaching for Brian Tracy. And so it was just a, a natural fit for us to create a program and a course. And, and so that's what we did. And we've been doing that since April of 2018. And it's been great helping a lot of clients. And now we do have done for you packages as well that are really high end and we take equity in those. And so I do have a couple companies that we have ownership in that we are doing like a done for you. And so that's kind of our new approach where we take ownership in companies and we 
do the work for them and they put the money up basically and it's a good arrangement so for Uh, the right partner what you're saying is like there's a couple of different ways that people can work with you number one they can come in be a part of the community get their feet wet you know take your course start to understand some of the intricacies start their own brand if they want to go at it with your support and your guidance and a part of this major community that's the first way they can work with you yep And then number two actually is uh, we have a done with you option where that's kind of like the middle one where we create the brand with you and we set up your website for you and your funnel and it's less intricate than the done for you, but it's, it's definitely a great option. And there's some group coaching in there and the done with you option. So we kind of hold your hand and walk you through that progress. And so that's a great option as well. And then the done for you, we don't take on too many of those because obviously it's a lot of work. Yeah, to for the right partner, for the right person who really wants the fast track to success and really wants to be able to just like navigate their way through all of these challenges, they can contact you the, and, and get an opportunity or apply to work with you in that done for you capacity where you're hand-holding, walking them through from start to launch. Exactly. And yeah. And like you said, it just has to be the right partner and the right fit for that. And, and so, yeah, it's, 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 and they have to have, you know, at least $300,000 to work with in that option because we're, we're scaling hard in that option. And like one company I talked to the other day, they're in their third month, they did a million, 1.2 million in sales and they spent 400,000 on ads and they come from the affiliate background. So it's just the more money you have, the faster you can scale and, and spend on ads and, and get funnels that convert up and running. And, and so it takes money to do all that. Not to say that you can't launch a brand with, you know, five or 10,000 and bootstrap it and make a little money on the side. Cause I've seen people do that as well. So it's all over the map. And when we launched our brand, we, we put 120,000 into it and we got million dollar offers. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's not bad, <laughs> not a bad return. I love what you're saying is like, you know, cause it really could does in any business, this is no different than any other business in the sense that, you know, it's a numbers game. What you put into it is what you're going to get out to it. You have to be able to put a dollar in if you want to break even on that traffic. Or there's even ways to be able to put a, pull a dollar in and be able to pull 2 to $4 out. And having those kinds of contacts, alliances, being able to fast track to that access is a major, major winning point, especially if you are a seasoned entrepreneur and you are ready to like get fast results in this space. Because let's face it, the window of opportunity is closing faster and faster. The bigs are on their way in. Big business, big pharma, big tobacco, big alcohol. They're already starting to make their moves into this industry. We, In the last 12 months, we've seen Wrigley's, Jelly Bellies. We've seen Coors. We've seen... Who else has come in? Nestle. I spoke to Nestle not that long ago. <laughs> so. Coming in hard. I mean, dang... Yeah, it's uh, and I, I saw something interesting on a podcast the other day. This guy is a, a venture capital guy, and he was brilliant. And he thinks eventually that there's just going to be like one thing with a bunch of small sellers like Amazon, and then there's going to be a bunch of mini brands. Which I love that. I hope it does happen like that. I hope there's just one behemoth, and then everybody else sells underneath it. But hopefully. That would be following every other industry, right? The beauty industry is owned by Estee Lauder. 
Wow, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah Estee Lauder owns, I mean, everything. You see all of the commercials. You see all of the, they own like literally everything that you see in a department store is all owned by Estee Lauder. L'Oreal and another like they own every, everything. <laughs> Consolidation. Yeah, it's yeah, going to be crazy. Why not? You know, it doesn't matter if they buy herbal essence or head and shoulders, like either way, the money is going to your bank. And that's why it's all about branding and packaging, I think, to differentiate yourself and selling to the right audience. I worked for a branding firm in Washington, D.C. for three years and learned about the science of branding. And you have to niche it down when you're creating your brand. And that's the first thing you want to do before you create your website or get your products or anything. Who are you selling to? Like, who are, you can't just sell to everybody. Like, there are some brands that are successfully doing that, but it's rare. And so you want to niche it down. Like I always say the best one I came up with was CBD for golfers because golfers have to be calm and relaxed and focused when they golf. And that's what CBD does. And then they have aches and pains and, and then every golf course has a pro shop where you could put your CBD products in. So you have to find different niches like that, or like one of my clients, they sell to women who can't sleep. And so just finding those audience, then you can create your marketing materials and your website and your branding around what that audience would like to see and look at. And so it's important and don't just try to create a, a brand that's me too. <laughs> like the, every, like yeah. this sells to everybody. It's not going to work. Well, there's this huge, there's this huge pressure to get in, right? Everybody feels like they're going to miss their opportunity. They want to just dive in. They'll just take advice from any old person off the, off the street and, and get involved with something. And they end up making a bunch of me too products that, you know, won't stand the test of time. And if you are really considering getting into the industry and, or you are in the industry and you're ready to make bigger moves, it's important for you to understand that like your brand and your avatar is going to be the thing that sets you apart the conversation very quickly is going to shift from, I want to get into the CBD industry. I want, I would like my own CBD brand to how am I going to make my brand stand out? Right. And then that's going to, that's going to be the new question is what can I do to make my brand stand the test of time? That's where, you know, cover girl, L'Oreal, Mary Kay, all of these different cosmetic industry are all of these different cosmetic brands have stood the test of time because they have a very specific avatar. They have a very specific Clinique, for instance, is much different than Lancome. I'm using cosmetology because it's, it's a very easy thing to, to reference, but Clinique targets teeny boppers, you know, 12 to 18 years old, the new skin women, right? Whereas Lancome mm-hmm. is more focused towards the mature buyer. They're, they're looking at women who are 25 to 45 years old. It's just, you know, really targeting your demographic and making sure that your branding, your messaging, your image, your colors, like everything are matching that particular market. You have to fall in love with them because that is who you're going to be serving. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, and know the, what they want. And, and also, um, just also, well, one thing is too, like it's new. So like Steve jobs from, Apple said, the customer doesn't know what they want. I know what they want. And so it depends. Sometimes maybe you do know more than your audience and maybe you, you are the educator and, and showing them, you know, what they need. And so it's just about 
picking that niche and, and going for it. Like one of my coaches said, pick your niche and you'll get rich. <laughs> I love that. That's, that's a, that's a really, really good one. Okay. So I was actually going to ask you this, but you already started giving it to me. So I'm going to just ask you the question so you can finish. What are three fire tips that you can give to somebody who's getting into this industry right now, or perhaps in this industry and struggling a little bit and are trying to find, you know, that ability, trying to find their way to catch the wave right now. The first one was brilliant that you just gave Pick your niche and you'll get rich. Understand your avatar is the first sort of fire tactic that you're sharing. What are, what are a couple others that you can share with us? Yeah, and I'll add to that kind of in a way like this is my secret sauce. And I maybe you shouldn't say this, but I'm going to share this with you guys. This is huge. And it's it's simple, but very powerful. You want to you want to find your archetype when you create your brand. And there are tests online that you can take that will let you know your brand archetype. There's 12 different archetypes. Like for instance, Harley Davidson is a maverick outlaw archetype and everything they say and everything they do has a maverick outlaw vibe to it or look to it. And so once you find your archetype, that becomes your brand personality. Like Disney is a magician archetype. And when you go to Disney, you feel that magical vibe. And so that's what you want. When you create your brand, you want to figure out which of those 12 archetypes you are. And that becomes your brand personality. And then it makes your marketing and advertising way easier because you know who you're going after with that personality. So there's tests online. And then through our course, we have a test that you can take. So I advise you to just buy the course and go through our archetype test. And that's, I have a pretty extensive background in that. And so I think it's very simple, but 95% of brands are not utilizing that. And then it makes the marketing job a lot harder because you don't know your brand personality. Mm. So that's one. And then also... I think the other one is that when you're creating your brand, you should figure out a way to give back. Like I was really inspired when I read the book by the guy who created Tom shoes and you know how Tom's, when you buy a pair of Tom's, they give a pair of shoes. And so like when we had our brand hemp logica for every bottle or product that we sold, we donated a hundred milligrams of CBD oil to a child with epilepsy. So we would just stockpile hundred milligrams every time somebody would, would uh, purchase a product and then we would bring boxes full of bottles of tinctures to uh, mostly single mothers who had children with epilepsy. And it was a very powerful story to show to our audience. And they loved to support us because of that, because they knew a portion of our proceeds were going towards helping these single mothers with children with epilepsy. And so you, when you create a brand, you should find that niche that is powerful like that. And what are you going to give back to? Or what kind of cause can you give back to? Or what can you create? Because if you're just another brand that's not giving back, then I mean, it's cool, but it makes it so much more powerful when you have something you give back to. Like I saw a local brand in San Diego, they, they give back to uh, like a children's program and they, they rented a bus and took them to the beach and they showed it on video. Like they're real people like doing real things that impact children. And, you know, you, I, and of course it's marketing too, but it's real. It comes from the heart. It has to, because people will know otherwise they'll know that you're full of it. And so you have to pick something you're passionate about and really show that story as a part of your brand story. And that will differentiate you. Yeah, it's part of your brand vulnerability. I think a lot of people are so like, 
who's so eager to be the next Steve Jobs or they want to be, you know, the CBD apple or the apple of CBD, right? And they have these huge aspirations and we forget often when we like have this giant dream and we're in the hustle and in the grind every day that the social and economic impact that you can make just in your family in your community, the ripple effect of what your business is doing right there. You're, imagine yourself as the stone that's dropping in the water and how the impact of what you do and what you say, and more importantly, not what, but how you do and how you say things and how you show up in the community. I absolutely love this one, Matt, because you're right. There's not enough brands who take social responsibility and social contribution as a core, as, as a part of their core beliefs or core promise of their business. And the ones who are building that into their infrastructure or weaving that into their fabric are the ones that will and can st stand the test of time because now they have the support of the local community, which really becomes your family in this business. It's a, it's a tight knit circle. I keep saying that it's like mm -hmm. a brotherhood people and they, people always vote for that too. If you're, if you're a weed business, but you're helping feed the hungry, if you're a weed business and you're helping, you know, save the seals or the turtles, or you're cleaning up, like every highway that we drive on here right now is sponsored by some dispensary. That's awesome. Brand. Love We're it. On clean streets. The environments are nice around here. The schools are new and it's because businesses care, right? Like that, that is to me is just so major. So thank you for saying that. I wasn't expecting that, but I'm really glad that you said that. What's number three? Well, definitely you, you have to have the right team around you. You can't do it all yourself. And so let's say for instance, you're good at internet marketing but you're not good at sales, you're missing out because e-com and brick and mortar are two different ball games. And I talked to a brand the other day, they're, they're on their way to do 18 million this year and they're, it's all brick and mortar sales, no e-com at all. And so you have to have that balance. And if you don't, you need to have the right team. And so you could always come to me for that because like I said, I probably have the largest network in the CBD industry to connect you to the right people that are vetted and know what they're doing. And because that's what I learned the hard way. Like we had, when we launched our brand, we had Facebook slash CBD page and we had over a hundred thousand people on there. And I thought, Oh, I'm just going to create my website and they're all going to just start buying and it just didn't, doesn't work like that. <laughs> I was, I was like, yeah, you know? And so you really have to have a team of people and thank God I met Wes Jones that works with you as well. And other people of, of Wes's caliber and because you cannot do it all yourself, you'll wear yourself out. It's so hard to run a CBD brand. And of course, if you're just wanting to make like a couple thousand dollars a month, then yeah, you could do it all yourself. But if you're really trying to build a sellable brand, you have to have a team that can help you in the areas that you're weak in and you want to focus on your strengths. And I've worked with like, I got two friends that are billionaires that are mentors to me. And they always say that focus on what you're good at and outsource the rest. <laughs> and so you need to have the money to be able to do that and the money to run ads. And so once you get your brand up and your funnels up and your websites up, then you got to get traffic and that costs money. And so it takes time to get that organic traffic. So you have to be patient on that side of things to get that organic traffic built up on SEO or building your page or group. And so 
in order to get that immediate traffic, you have to pay for that. So make sure you are realistic and with your dreams and know your why, like know why are you doing this? Cause you're going to have terrible days where you want to quit. <laughs> like just even recently, I was like, man, maybe I should just take this job offer. This company, this cannabis company was offering me recently, like a sales management. I was like, Oh, that'd be easy compared yeah. to what I'm doing every day. <laughs> But then I thought about my parents and my sister and there's no way like I'm just going to keep helping people create amazing brands, do it the right way and, you know, just compliantly. And and so, but yeah, know your why, because you're going to have those rough days and you'll be able to think about that reason and keep going forward. Those are good ones. Super fire. <laughs> if you guys want to check out Matt Sieber, you can find him in the CBD success business success right cbd business success facebook group yeah and then you could look us up on instagram at cbd business success as well and yeah cbd business success on facebook that's our free group and then we also have our paid group for when people that buy the course you get access to our private group and that's all about scaling up and giving you that attention that you need so if you have any questions in that group we answer those for you so there's really no excuse we got the knowledge. If you have the if you have the willingness to roll your sleeves up and work as hard as you've ever worked, probably because it's not easy. If anybody who thinks that you can just throw a website up and start selling product, it's not going to work for you. So if if you're going to work with us, make sure you're ready to put your passion on the line and roll your sleeves up. And if you're willing to do that, then we could definitely help you create an amazing brand. Yeah, and I vouch for that a hundred percent. I've seen way too many people come in here trying to get rich quick, and it's like it's like anything. If you're not willing to put in the work, the the whatever you're getting ready to do is going to work you. So, <laughs> what what side of the bed you want to be on? Are you going to be the one? Are you going to be the one driving? Or are you going to be the one being pulled? You just you have to uh, make the decision. And you I like that. You don't want to get left behind. You know there's a marketer named Billy Jean in San Diego. And he says, being an entrepreneur is like jumping off a cliff and building the airplane on the way down. Yeah. <laughs> it is. You have to be like fast and you have to think quick and, and just be nimble. And, and, and so when you become an entrepreneur, it's a full-time thing. And even if your kids get sick or whatever, you still have to like balance it all out. And, and so, yeah, you have to be strong mentally and you have to know your why and, and that will help you stay through the thick and thin. And, and that's one last little tip that goes really far, I think is having a morning routine. Like even if you have to wake up an hour early, like do a routine, like meditate and breathe and get set, maybe work out a little bit and read a book for a bit, because once that day hits and, and write your goals down and have it all prepared, like I write everything down every day of mine is planned down to the hour. And otherwise, like, it's just too much to do. And I'll just be confused. You know? Yeah, totally. I, I completely agree. And you have to. And well, I mean, having a business is like having an entire brood of children. It's, it's nuts. There's, you know, you're running all these different facets. And it's also one of the most exciting. I, you know, part of this conversation has been like, oh, my God, it's hard. And oh, my gosh, it's challenging. <laughs> and oh, my gosh, there's so much. But, you know, we're not here to dish you a bunch of like, if you want strawberries and whipped cream, go find the Flossy Glossy Marketers. But we are two people who have pioneered the trails that are blazing. They're on fire right now. This industry is moving so fast. There is 
huge movement coming in from corporate into this space. Cannabis is going corporate and we have a very small window of opportunity right now to set the standard in which we operate and maintain ownership of this industry so that we can decide how big business can participate. If we come in here with as a bunch of lug heads trying to make a buck, uh, trying to make a fast buck and we don't treat this with the amount of passion and give the amount of intention that it really deserves and have focused intentional efforts every single day, you're, you will not stand this. And, and what you say about it, like being mentally strong and prepared, it, it's life is life. It doesn't change. And the CBD business could not be a more perfect depiction of what life is like it could throw anything at you at any moment and you just have to be ready for it and you can look at it as a negative thing or you can embrace it as a positive thing like this is something that's going to keep you fresh it's going to keep you young it's going to keep you on your toes which will make you ready for anything and you just have to embrace it with over with with open arms and be ready to run faster and harder than you've ever run in your entire life to get to that point where you can sell for those high for those high multiples because there is major major upside for those of you who are running and and hitting those benchmarks and setting your goals and working with incredible people like that the the, cele- the celebrations that you will enjoy are massive so i'm super excited to celebrate those things with you guys to meet all of you guys as you're coming into the group matt any final words for our listeners Yeah. I like what you just said about multiples because it's true. Like right now it's crazy what companies are paying for CBD businesses. Like if you could hit 5 million in sales, you would get a 50, hundred or a hundred even million dollar offer. Like, and that's no joke. Like I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and he said that, I don't know if this is true, but this is what he said. And I trust him. He said, companies are paying 60 times multiples in some cases. (laughs) It's just like, Oh man, what a time to be alive. And the opportunity we have to build brands right now, it's like you said, the time is now, Sonia. And I love everything you're saying. We are in alignment with everything. And that's why we're friends and we work together. And and so all you have to do, if you're starting a brand, really pay attention to what James and Sonia are doing by our course. And, you know, I think you would have access to an amazing network of people and we're here to help you. So check out our group CBD business success and check out legalize it. Don't criticize it page of Sonia and James. That's an amazing page as well. And they just pump out tons of great content. Thanks, Matt, for the plug. Really appreciate it. For those of you guys who are tuning in and you want to find out more information about how you can work with Matt and Dr. B, or even plug into the incredible communities that we are a part of that are helping pioneers in this industry succeed and troubleshoot all of the challenges and, and also mutually celebrating the wins that we are experiencing, go ahead and click the link that you will find somewhere around this video and we will give you more information there. Make sure that you tune in and check in our uh, and check out our other episodes of On The Rise podcast where we are interviewing multiple incredible entrepreneurs who are pushing the industry forward, as well as telling the transformational stories of the people whose lives are being impacted and transformed through the use of this incredible 
plant medicine and other natural remedies that are changing the way that we feel and function on a daily basis. Matt, thank you so much for the work that you do in the industry and for being a part of our podcast today. And I can't wait to see you guys on the internet. Thank you, Sonia, again. And I'm happy to come back anytime and I appreciate you guys. And we'll talk soon. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Check you guys later. Thanks for listening to another Rockstar episode of the Hemp Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sonia Gomez. And just for you, we took notes on this episode along with the links and other resources mentioned inside of today's show. Get them for free right now by going to theemeraldcircle.com. Now, if you want more on this, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen, and you will be automatically entered in to our monthly giveaway where you can get swag bags, all kinds of cool gifts and discounts from our guests and exclusive offers that are only mentioned right here in the Hemp Revolution podcast. I can't wait for you to share this with your friends. With your help, we've been able to impact millions of people's lives around the world with the truth about hemp and cannabis. And we know that you love us so much that you're going to leave a review and rate us right now on your favorite platform to absorb content just like this. Now, we challenge you to dream big and love the life that you live. Thanks so much, and we hope to see you on our next episode of the Hemp Revolution Podcast. Ciao for now.